You're listening to the Uprise Astrology Podcast, a podcast that inspires the present-day visionary to rise to their best life. My name is Alan Sky, and I'm an astrologer and numerologist. I'm best known for cutting right through the noise and bringing the most important messages to you. Welcome back to Uprise Astrology, friends. We are here Live, we are going to be covering much-needed astrology before we are headed into the full moon in Aquarius. We're going to be taking a look at what is happening this season, what is going on, what is going to be unfolding, what are the themes. And I've put together a really good report to kind of help you navigate before we are diving into the full moon energy, which is going to be on August 11th. But before we get started, I want to introduce myself. My name is Island Sky. I am an astrologer and numerologist. If you are here for the first time on my channel, thank you so much for being here. I hope that you will enjoy this type of content. I focus on astrology and the degrees, the numerology quite heavily on my channel. I do forecasts, um, other spiritual topics. If you like this channel, then let's hang out. Let's be friends, okay? Ring the bell, subscribe to my channel. When you ring the bell, it helps you out. It helps me out. We help each other out. So make sure that you do that. You can always follow me on two other platforms as well. It's Instagram and TikTok at Uprise Astrology Podcast. So let's dive right into what is happening this month. So, wow, I don't know about you guys, but I've definitely been feeling the energy of this Leo season. That is the season that we're in. We just had a new moon unfold. Every time, if you're new to astrology, every time there is a new moon every month, we kind of take a look at a new storyline. We're building from one story into another. Sometimes we're building out of a particular story and then creating a new one. And so this particular new moon, it unfolded on July 28th. Um, and it was a very interesting new moon. It was at five degrees. I want to kind of break down what five degrees is all about. Five degrees is a number that has to do a lot with change. Five is a pivot point. It has a lot to do with moving on. It has the future on its mind. And that is essentially what we are taking a look at the entire month. We're taking a look at a degree here. The new moon kind of lets us know what the pulse is going to be for the entire month ahead. Well, five is a mercurial number. It has to do with the way in which we think. And so... When we combine that with the Leo energy, what are we taking a look at? Well, it is our will to get something done in the Leo energy. It's all about our willpower. It also is something that is a consciousness that brings forth a sense of strength, vitality, and vibrancy. Wherever Leo is in your chart, it brings that kind of a you know energy forth. You don't really have to think about it. It's, it's a house that has vitality in it unless of course you know it is conflicted but that's a whole nother story so the leo part of our chart has a lot to do with that vibrancy with self-confidence that is sourced from the heart because what is leo energy leo is the sun it's the heart okay it is what we're sourcing from 
on our from our heart what we love what we're extremely passionate about and what gives us not only passion but joy right like if it doesn't bring you happiness why do it in the first place that's leo energy okay now the leo energy is also a consciousness or an energy that has energy drive that wants to uh, express outwardly okay it's all about expressing outwardly rather than just being in a receptive mode because leo is sort of like you hear a lot in astrology okay it's creative energy but what kind of creative energy well it's the kind of creative energy that is sourced from the heart with joy if it doesn't bring you joy you are more likely not to do it so if you take a look at this area of your chart that is an area where you're more likely close to what it is that you love, okay? Um, and so this is an energy that wants to express outwardly, all right? So what is this entire month about? If we recap real quick on that new moon in Leo, this entire month is about a pivot point in our vitality and our self-confidence. But how are we going to go about it? Well, there is change that has to happen. And this change is very disruptive this month to our mentality, to the way in which our mindset is, to the way in which we have to maybe realize certain things about our own limitations, which at the time when the new moon was happening, Mercury was still in Leo, and it was forming a square to Uranus. And where is Uranus? Uranus right now is together with the North Node and together with Mars, and what is this kind of energy all about? This is an energy where there's frustration, <laughs> there's explosiveness, there is a lashing out in anger, in frustration, because every time we have Mars in the mix with Uranus, and it is in the sign of Taurus, this is sort of an unfoldment that we're going to see all throughout the month where we could sort of witness people just kind of having to react to something because they feel like in the moment they have to sort of get their energy out. Again, it's Leo. It's an outward expression, right? So we're going to maybe witness some of that <laughs> where people are going to lash out in frustration or in anger. And it's it's very surprising. It's not something that is sort of, oh, you know that it's building. It just comes out because it's Uranus, right? Uranus has that kind of a quality to it where we start to realize, oh my gosh, you know, it's like a sudden, sudden explosiveness that comes to the surface. But oftentimes, the promise of Uranus is that you are going to up-level because of it. It comes out because there is an up-leveling of some sort or a better outcome that will follow out of it, okay? So don't worry about if the energy is going to be like really intense, just know that there is going to be moments of realization. And that is what this new moon cycle is really truly about. There is also the sense because Uranus is in the mix all month long, information will come your way that will throw off your plans. And it's like that on purpose because it is wanting for you to rethink. Okay, the, the planets right now are really supporting us to rethink what we're up to. Is this original plan really what it is that we should be following? Whether it's in you know, your day-to-day, whether it is your mindset, whether it is in your relationships, the way in which you're, you know, maybe even conversing with people, depending on where all the, you know, aspects are happening in your chart, whatever throws you off, whatever throws off the original plans, it is to test your ability to stay the course, but also stay flexible at the same time, okay? So there's change, 
staying the course, sticking to what is in front of you, sticking to the plan, but remaining also flexible to do things very differently, or maybe adding certain things that you need in your life to make the outcomes better or to make your life better, okay? Because that is the promise of Uranus. And of course, the North Node is in the mix, so it expands all of these themes I'm just talking about right here, okay? Now, the other thing, because Mars is in the mix, we have to be able all month to, or we have to put ourselves into a position all month long where we're able to make fast decisions, okay? Adaptation is huge so that we can continue to move forward towards certain things that we're really wanting to express outwardly, right? Because in Leo, we are ready to have fun. We're ready to bring that vitality forth. We're ready to move on forward, right? There is sort of a living that has to happen here. And that's the general sense and the theme all month long. And so there is sort of a mental prideness, I think, that we, we are starting the month out with. But because Mercury is going to move into Virgo, what is going to happen is going to actually allow for us to dive into some details in our reality to make necessary changes in our mindsets, okay? So not being able to rely on certain outcomes is going to be another huge thing for August of 2022 because you are to discover maybe a different option, okay? Now, what are some of the most important transits before the full moon, because I want to cover those because these are two transits that I narrowed down to. There's a lot that's happening, of course, you know. <laughs> Ever since 2020, I feel like I say this every video, everything that I say, it's like, oh, there's so much happening. <laughs> it's so true. Um, so we have to narrow it down, down to the aspects that I think pack a punch, okay, that are the most important to follow. Now, the first one I want to talk about is the um, transit that we're going to have on Sunday, August 7th. So it's right around the corner. It's going to be this weekend. Mars is going to be squaring Saturn. It is happening around 3.56 p.m. Eastern Center Time. Some of you may be feeling this energy already. This entire square is going to happen at uh, 22 degrees. And what is 22 degrees all about? It is about disrupting a dishonest pattern, okay? This is also an energy 22 in Aquarius where we are to really discover finding sort of more ease, but finding ease in a way where we're able to remain calm even though there is chaos maybe going on around us, okay? This is going to be a huge moment during this weekend or even this week just building up into the weekend on and also out of the weekend because all of these things are going to be building up. All the themes I'm mentioning are going to be building up towards that full moon in Aquarius. And so 22 is a degree that forces us to sort of learn calm as a superpower. That's essentially what 22 is about. Now in Aquarius, it is about, okay, well, I have to take a look at how do I vibe with myself and then with the situation that is occurring in front of me. Now Mars square Saturn, right? I'm going to pull up the chart here real quick so that we can see it. So Mars square Saturn, what is going to happen I think with the themes is that there is sort of a moment here where we're doubting our own ability to take action because Saturn is 
restricting Mars at this time, okay? Mars is in a place where it is in Taurus, of course. Mars in Taurus has a plan. It's strategic, it's stubborn, it is empowered, you know? It is very much like, I know what it's worth, I know where I need to be, you know, headed, but here comes Saturn and Aquarius making that square to Mars saying, is this worth fighting for? Is this really worth your time? Because there's feelings of anger that come up here because there is a limitation that comes up. And this limitation comes up because there is a pattern that is to be disrupted. Okay, now that is the big picture point of view. Okay, Saturn basically says, okay, cool. I know that you want to take this action. You've been doing this for a while, but what are you really creating as a result? And is this ultimately making you feel like you belong in this chapter, in this story, in this situation, in this relationship, right? These are the types of things that you might be taking a look at. And it has to do with the big picture. You know, Saturn at 22 is like, we got to disrupt this because there is something here that you have to review that has a lot to do with you need to find more ease or an easier way to do it. Or there is some dishonesty here that involves other people. You may be taking the action that you think is necessary, but then how do others play into this picture as well? Because 22 is not just only you. It's your own emotion, but it's also somebody else's emotion. So you could be in a scenario where you know, other people are involved in this situation as well. So I just wanted to point that out. 22 is a very powerful degree. There's a lot that goes on with that degree. But ultimately, it is about you finding more peace. Okay. And in order to find that peace, Saturn is going to disrupt whatever Mars is up to. And you are to review a couple of things here. And that has to do with fear. Because Saturn very often can talk about our worst sort of fear. Okay. And there is a fear here that is sourced from either the past, something that you have experienced in the past, it's like similar now, and you want to avoid that pain. You want to avoid that challenge. You want to not have this thing happen again for the future. Okay. So there could be a defensiveness that comes up. Whatever you're doing this, this weekend, there could be a defensiveness that comes up. And even just within yourself, you could be experiencing just this defensiveness that you have around certain subjects or just a theme in and of itself. You could be witnessing that, okay? Now, the reason we're doing that is because we're trying to avoid something, either from the past or from the future. And I think that we are to recognize why we put this kind of an armor on by digging into the fear, like, what is here? Okay. Is this armor needed? Is this defensiveness needed? And are there boundaries maybe that are lacking? Are there th certain things that are not in place that keep you more whole and complete, you know? Um, so there is an overcoming of some sort that needs to happen here. But the overcoming has to do with you asking the question of what's the big picture? And that's Saturn in Aquarius. Like, does this action really belong? Is this really worth fighting for? And how do you navigate through all of this? Utterly being honest right away, okay? Right away. The more that you find ease in what's going on in that moment, with self-honesty, the better the outcome will be with 22. That is how you transform any challenges. When 22 gets challenged in any aspect, any sign, in any you know planet and sign that it's in, 
what I often recognize with 22 is, is that there is a sense of like acceptance and honesty that has to come into play. And then as soon as you sort of accept it and you have that honesty come into play, so much more is possible as a starting point from there. Okay. So that's what we're taking a look at. This is the you know, weekend energy. And so we come out of the weekend of like realizing, oh, wow, you know, this is the way I feel. This is this is what's um, happening in my life right now. And so then we head into, you know, next week, Tuesday, August 9th, where Venus is going to be opposite Pluto. Now, this is an interesting energy, okay? This is going to be unfolding at one o'clock in the morning here, Eastern Standard Time, where I'm at. And this energy is, um, it's, it's really interesting because, so we first sort of deal with some kind of a limitation, some kind of getting honest with ourselves, you know, taking a look at the actions that we're taking, you know, and is it really worth fighting for this thing or is it really worth defending this thing? And then relationships come into play, you know? Like nothing is random in astrology and then relationships come into play. And now this particular Venus in Cancer opposite Pluto and Capricorn is going to be unfolding at 26 degrees. Now, what is 26 degrees? Let's take a look at it. 26, when it's challenged because we're having an opposition, this is a difficulty to open up or it has to do with feeling constrained, okay? Feeling maybe even suppressed, you guys. Like it could be that not only you feel constrained, but you feel suppressed in a situation or you feel like that the situation is not letting you kind of live your life, you know? It's sort of like this let me live my life type of situation going on here with 26, especially with Venus being in Cancer. This is going to be an energy, I think, that we're taking a look at that has a lot to do also with, you know, money and material things because the two and the six, they add up to an eight. Eight definitely is a very money-driven degree. It's a number that has a lot to do with materialistic aspects or the time spent. Eight very often and 26 in correlation to this, it has to do with your time. How are you spending your time? You know, you might also having, you might also experience sort of these themes that come up where one person in the relationship is sort of, I don't know, jealous in the way in which you're spending your time or you're jealous of the other person, you know, in which you're they're spending the time. Now, the other thing that could be coming up here is that, you know, there is sort of jealousy or envy or feeling like someone is not des- deserving of something. Like you, you watch their life and then you go into this like rabbit hole of comparison. 26 can be, if it's challenged, can also be a number of like comparison. You know, it's the rabbit hole of like, I'm going to compare myself, how they're doing, you know, measured with my, you know, own success. Those are the types of things that we could be experiencing, you know, because if you can't open up those type of types of emotions, they start to kind of work against you. And that's what we see with 26. Okay. It's an inability to kind of open up. Now, this is going to happen right before that Uh, full moon in Aquarius. Now, what is an opposition? It's a challenge, right? So there's this challenge that is happening between Venus and and Pluto. Now, Venus in Cancer is the feeling of not feeling like you can open up in your relationship or feeling that you're uh, constrained in the relationship or that there's some kind of limitation that's coming up. And what is Venus in Cancer? 
the quality of Venus in Cancer is not just any relationship that you have, but it's the closest relationships that you have. It's meaningful relationships. It's the kind of relationships that are like, you know, these are the most, you know, these are the most, um, you know, loyal friends that I have, or this is the most, you know, loyal sort of relationship that I have. And so something comes up to the surface here where you could be dealing with a new emotion that you didn't realize before that has you feel like you can't open up about something because Uranus is in the play uh, with the North Node and Saturn is still in the play uh, on this day as well. You know, it's like we are in this place where we have to now get really, really honest about how we really feel. Okay, now Pluto in Capricorn is going to be questioning in this challenge, in this opposition, what is the relationship actually made of? What are the inner workings of it? What are the the actual sort of like, um, there's something that gets rocked here in the inner workings of any kind of relationship dynamic or ch challenges that may come up. Now, when I say relationship, we could have an actual relationship that gets challenged. For some of you, it may not be just a relationship to a person, but it could be a relationship to a situation, circumstance, or even a work relation, okay? So it doesn't, it's not always limited to just like something meaningful in a romantic sense. It could be any type of relationship, okay? The sun is going to be in Leo on this day at 16 degrees. The sun in Leo, that is where we're asking and kind of putting awareness on like what's true to me? What is the truth about this for me? Because the 16 is a number of truth. It adds up to seven. Seven is a very Neptunian you know, number, it dissolves the boundaries, right? It kind of makes you take a look at, okay, what's true to me? Something I have not seen before that is now available to me to really take a look at and to have a heartfelt sort of conversation with myself about that, okay? Now, that's one thing that we're seeing. Mercury on this day is going to be um, from seven, it transitions from seven to eight degrees. So we're sort of like trying to make sense of things but then there is also a decision that we make to go for the conversation or go for the thing that we had not done before. So what I'm predicting here is, is that we're going to have sort of this moment where we're, we're going to just, we're going to make the choice to talk, okay? And we're going to talk in a way where it could be critical. It could be, there could be criticism here, okay? Just be mindful of that. Whatever you're saying, it can cut, because it's Mercury in Virgo. It's not just any Mercury. It's Mercury in Virgo, okay? Mercury in Virgo is like, it can really get to the pain quick, whatever it is that you're pointing out. So keep in mind that all week long, building up to that full moon, whatever you say will have impacts. Now, what's the conclusion of all of this, okay? I think that in order to deal with any kind of relationship challenges next week, the first step is to identify where you deny how you really feel. That is really, really important. Leading up to that full moon in Aquarius, there is sort of this serious undertone that's going on. And it's only because there is a part of us that is suppressing the way in which we feel or deny how we really feel. And what's really important to us, right? Is there a way for you to communicate that? That may come up that there is a limitation to all of that as well. And that there is sort of a power struggle that comes out of it in a subconscious way even, you know, because it's Pluto and Capricorn. Now, the last thing I want to say here, and I want to wrap this up 
with um, just saying that there's a couple of things that are really important to remember all month long. So this is not just for um, for what is you know coming in the next you know two weeks or so. This is also going to be for us to remember all month. August 2022, with all of sort of the transits that I've taken a look at, I've taken, um, I've narrowed it down to like three things that will be really, really important for us to keep in mind. So the three most important things to remember, the first one is stay malleable and open to adjust your plans, right? Things can change unexpectedly during this month. Why? Uranus is in the mix in such a way where it can throw things off. Number two, the key themes and challenges this month are resentment and freedom. Those are like the two things that we're working out. Emotions of resentment, anger, or upset could surface in a more intense way this month. This is happening so we can deal with those things, right? And then number three, this is a month to deal with problems right away. Why? Because it's going to free you up in your life to have different experiences and different daily routines. And the Sun and Leo transits really... It is helping us to gain awareness and build up confidence and detach from the past. And when I say detach from the past, you guys, this has to do also with the full moon in Aquarius, right? The full moon in Aquarius is going to really teach us how to become less defensive and more empowered by understanding where we have to detach from the past. All right? So that's a wrap on today's episode. I wanted to just say thank you so much to all of the new subscribers. I see you guys on here. Thank you so much for subscribing, for ringing the bell. Again, my name is Ellen Skye. If you like this channel, I want you to hang out with me. Join the Uprise Astrology family. And I will see you guys back here next week. Bye.